Before we begin today's episode, we have our patrons over at Patreon. They're Greg Whalen, Daniel and Cara Lighting, Kelby Goodman, Zach Duren, Aperba, Paul Campanashi, Nate at Hanson Screen Printing, Lauren L, and Andy Herbrand. Thank you guys so much for supporting our podcast. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sorry. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin. History, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, your weekly dose of the Dairy State. We are talking today about the man behind the 1999 movie, The Straight Story, Alvin Straight. He's a hero of ours. Pretty awesome guy. Yeah, absolutely. And and you were the one that introduced me to this and, and uh, it's super cool. So it's cool what he did. I yes. mean, he's a hero of mine, at least. Absolutely, hundred percent. And uh, we're we're gonna dive into that a little bit more in detail here as the bulk of the episode. Uh, but we also are featuring great Wisconsin music from the man, Greg Koch. Uh, he's one of those local legends in the guitar uh, virtuosity kind of uh, uh, sort of styling. Uh, he's absolutely huge. Uh, he works with. Um, Wildwood out in Colorado a lot to do like their demo videos for their um, for their like new guitars that come in and he, awesome. he sits there and plays them and uh, he's worked with them for years and then uh, on top of all that I mean he's just this amazing blues virtuoso player from Wisconsin uh, from right there in Milwaukee and still lives right there in Milwaukee and uh, tours extensively. Like, what did we see? Yeah, he's going like to go from Hales Corners to Berlin, Germany. To Berlin, Germany. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, absolutely huge, uh, mega. And then he also plays on this one with Joe Bonamassa, and uh, he's he's one of those guys that like again. Is it, is it John Bonamassa? It's Joe. It's Joe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you're thinking of John Bonham. Maybe he's the drummer that died. But yeah, Joe Bonamassa is a huge guitar collector. Um, he's got uh, this thing called Nerdville. He's absolutely mega. Like he's got uh, amazing, huge hits and stuff. Kind of a douche. He's got that kind of personality. Um, but nonetheless, his talent is huge. He's got an amazing vintage collection of guitars and amps. Um, and Greg Cock is the perfect guy to sort of uh, play off that that whole yeah, that sure. whole thing. They're both just amazing guitar players. Uh, and, and can't wait to feature this song for you. We have another beer review. We have another edition of how many logos you had. <laughs> um, if you have time, be sure to stop over at our website, wisconsindrunkenhistory.com. Uh, you can uh, learn a little bit more about uh, becoming a Patreon subscriber. You can get merch. Uh, and then you can also uh, check out wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a review. Subscribe. You know, if once you hit that button and you subscribe, you're not going to get all this, you know, the, this like spam stuff or anything. All it does is it helps uh, to show and prove to like Apple or Spotify that people are really listening to this damn thing and they should promote it to other people, you know? Yeah, for sure. Easy I mean, it's the, like the freest way of doing it. Exactly. So 
Um, also, check out Hanson Screen Printing. Uh, we do have a, a store on his website as well uh, with some cool limited local merch. Yeah. So that's the best, best stuff that's available. Let's go ahead and jump in. Alvin Strait. So, yeah, as myself, um, I'm kind of a little small-time hobby farmer, weekend farmer, if you will. And this story is kind of loosely based in Wisconsin. Actually, he actually it's left. kindly loosely based on you. I, dude, I would do this. I'm I mean, kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm not kidding. I would actually drive my lawnmower. You would lawnmower. do this. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So it, and it's kind of loosely based. Um, it's more of uh, Lawrence, Iowa. But he drove from Lawrence, Iowa to Wisconsin, basically. So Gotcha. And the legend is the trip from Iowa to Wisconsin, a 240-mile trip on a John Deere riding mower, specifically an old John Deere 110. These are We're talking like a 60s tractor here. Yeah, and they don't go very fast. About five miles per hour. We'll get more yeah. into that. But <laughs> <laughs> So Alvin Strait was born in uh, Scobie, Montana, and he married Frances Beak on October 17, 1946, in Scobie. And in 1973, Alvin, Francis, and their family moved to uh, Lakeview, Iowa, where he worked as a general laborer, and he's a father of five sons and two daughters. Strait was an old World War II veteran and the Korean War, serving as private first class in the United States Army. Wow. In June 1994, Strait's 80-year-old brother, Henry Strait, had suffered a stroke, and at the age of 73 in poor health from diabetes, emphysema, and other ailments, Strait could not, Strait could not see very well, and he obviously didn't have a driver's license, driver's license yeah. so yeah. what are you going to do? So he decided his only option was to travel in an old 1966 John Deere riding lawnmower, 110, that's what as I, would I said say. before. Yep, that's, the, that's obviously what you would do. And he set off early on in July of 1994, straight dra- drove the mower along highway shoulders, towing a trailer loaded with gasoline, camping beer, camping beers, camping gear, clothes, <laughs> and fruit from his home in Lawrence, Iowa, to his brothers in Blue River, Wisconsin. We're, that's a long trip. I'm f- going in a lawnmower, that is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah like I said, it, uh, I mean, those don't go fast. So No, not at it's all. It's going to take a while. And about four days and 21 miles into the trip, the lawnmower broke down in West Bend, Iowa. And Strait had to spend 250 on replacement parts, including a condenser, plugs, generator, and starter. A lot to wow. go wrong in an old tractor. I mean, yeah. we're talking 1960s, and this is 90s. So it's, it's had its time. It's mowed some lawns. That's crazy. It's took down some grass, if you will. And after traveling another 90 miles, Strait ran out of money while in Charles City, Iowa. And he camped there for a few days. Until his next social security check would arrive in August. So he had to camp out for a while until he actually got that money to keep on keeping on. wild. And he was interviewed by local newspapers. On August 15th, Strait's lawnmower broke down again when he was two miles from his brother's house near Blue River, Wisconsin. A farmer actually stopped to help him out to push it the rest of the way. At a top speed of five miles per hour, the trip took about six weeks overall. Holy shit. And after the visit, his nephew, Dwayne Strait, drove him straight back to Iowa in a pickup truck. So that kind of helps out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But what a cool thing, I mean, with the connection of your brother. I mean, I would probably do the same thing if I was in that boat. Yeah. I mean, my brother and me, like, you know, we've had our ups and downs, but I still love him more than anything in the world, dude. I'd I'd take my Cub Cadet with a trailer and do the same thing. If it came down to it, you know, that's that's what you got to do, and and you would do it. Luckily, Henry Strait actually did recover from his stroke and moved back to Iowa closer to Elvin and the rest of his family to be closer. Uh, and Paul Paul Condit, the president and general manager of Texas Equipment Company, and uh, for those that know Texas Equipment, yeah, it's Seminole, pretty Seminole, pr- Texas, yeah, it's pr- pretty pretty big company, pretty big. He actually gave straight a 17 horsepower John Deere replacement riding mower worth about five thousand dollars, which is pretty awesome. Like somebody actually felt good. Like this is just an awesome story. You it know is. What I mean, it's really good. Just kind of like a kind, lighthearted thing. You know, warms me up. Yeah, it does. It really does. But straight, you know, obviously farmers are kind of, they shy away from 
being popular and stuff. You know, they're kind of yeah. just low key. Like they just they don't want live. they don't want credit and the big lights and 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 attraction. You know, and he really didn't like media. He turned down many offers to appear on TV talk shows like The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, that chin bastard. Yeah, that and big late, old chin bastard. And the Late Show with David Letterman. And like David Letterman has made a comeback. Let's let's be honest. Like with his, his talk Netflix show, thing. Yeah. it's kind of cool. But like, dude, that guy was kind of a d bag. Yeah, he was kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, he he really was. I, I didn't re- like I saw like things and clips of that guy like he's just a complete douche. Yeah, <laughs> like and I don't think he's that but, funny. You know, at the end of the day, somebody liked him. Yeah, I guess he had. I don't know who sixty plus dude. He had the old bitches on him. Yeah, that's so, true. <laughs> and then honestly, like the music acts were great. To be honest, like yeah. he had some pretty good music acts on there. Yeah, and I, I like I said, I, he also had Paul Schaefer, right? So the the band. Yeah, I mean, for sure. That was amazing, uh, but. Yeah, him. I didn't realize he was a douche, though. Kind of a little bit uh, douchey. I didn't realize that. Like, but so I, was Jay. Yeah, I'm too. I mean, look at Jay. He looks like a cocky piece of shit, but his yeah. chin sucks. Yeah. Like, to be honest. Hell like, that's a, a shitty chin. Though. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty cool hobby if you have billion, like, billions of dollars. Why it, not spend it on fucking cars? Say, I mean, you know he's billions. I, lo- I like cars. Yeah. To be honest, I would have a shitload, too. And he's got some wild, like, cool new stuff, too, even, like, Bugattis and... A Lamborghini. So before we continue shit. on, is there like one car you wish you could have, like a classic car that you've ever wanted? I've always wanted a Trans Am. Like if I just had with to the pick fucking one. eagle on the goddamn hood, the T top. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like the one car I wish I had. Um, I mean honestly, early early Porsches always. You like those with the big whale tails? Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are cool. Nine eleven. I'm, I'm really big into that, and uh, I would say, really any like good classic like. She, like she, Chevy Nova, like Bel Airs, like yeah, the 50s. Chev, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, not 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 fifty. Do you like Nomads, like those? Or no, are you talking, you're talking more. You're getting a little older, right? Like I'm 70s? I'm thinking like yeah, exactly. Late sixties, early seventies, like Chevy Nova, um, Chevelle. Um, okay, you're going SS on this yeah, page. Yeah, exactly. And those are just really cool. I think that the styling of them, I, I just loved the shape. Yeah, I I just like really like the American cars, you know, like the yeah. Trans Ams. I've always liked. I really like Camaros too. I know it's kind of cheesy, yeah. but I really like those. I don't know what it is. I just like attracted to them. I it's think such it's a just, cool style. Just my, man. my fucking white trash DNA. Like, hell yeah, brother! I need one of these yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> but it's like, Get me out to one of them uh, dirt roads, uh, <laughs> gravel roads, or something. <laughs> fucking dirt road. I'll rip up some blue jeans. Shit. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, dude. I think it's just a fucking badass bird on the hood. It's a it's a big bird. It thinks fucking. Hot. What if it was just big bird on the fucking front? Dude, I'll fucking take it, dude. Sesame yeah. Street, that bitch, dude. Sesame what if somebody, Street rap? What if somebody modded out a like an old you know fucking '68 Trans Am and painted it custom with Big Bird on the fucking hood? Would you take it? Probably. Yeah, I would you, too. You bring it to a shop and be like, yeah, I want public broadcast this motherfucker. Put some big bird on this put, shit. Put Elmo. Some, Elmo Red with a big bird big on Big yellow bitch. ass bird on this bitch. <laughs> I want that motherfucker. Elmo Red, big bird rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. No, but for real, cool cars. Jay Leno's kind of an asshole. David Letterman's kind of an asshole. But. I think he's like trying to make a redemption with his show, though. Yeah. I think he yeah. really is. But here's the thing. Overall, the idea that you would drive. A lawn tractor, because we're not talking about a farm tractor. This is just your normal, average cut grass. Yeah, I mean, if small, it, like usually they're right around like eight to ten horse tops. 
Like mine's that's a, the new one. B- mine's a twenty six, but it's like it still only goes like six miles ones. per hour. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so you know, this guy's you know rocking a fucking like it's small 60s, lawn tractor, yeah. just old school John Deere. Yeah, and I can't you know even it made it that far is pretty impressive. That is really incredible. Um, so. Now he, it says here now in in April ninety five he made another attempt to make he made, a, yeah, yeah yeah so he ended up making an attempt to drive a uh, riding lawnmower to Sun Valley Idaho wow. but he ended up having to turn around back because of the cold weather which that time I mean for how long it took him it's I mean it's pretty chilly if you're trying to yeah like he said the the other drive took him six weeks yeah so like imagine trying to get out to Idaho like that's yikes a, that's, that's another hike that's a man. good haul. On November 9th, 1996, Alvin Strait died of a heart ailment at a local hospital in Pocahontas, Iowa, at the age of 76. A lawnmower similar to the one he, that was used in his journey was at his funeral procession in Ida Grove Cemetery. Wow. Which is pretty cool. That is rad. And I mean, this is kind of just the precursor. I really hope you guys have time to actually see the movie, the Strait story. It's, yeah. it's a really good movie. Yeah. It, it is really good. I know you, you liked it a lot, and then uh, Jeff, too. Um, Badgerline Legends, ba- Jeff. Yeah, Badgerline, Jeff. It's like it's a, a story, like a movie no one's really heard of or seen. Yeah. But when you see it, you're just like, oh man, it like kind of hits to the feels, you know. I'm gonna, it's I'm definitely gonna watch it. It's it's a great movie. Yeah, you let me know about the story, and and you know, this I looked into it a little bit. This is just the precursor. You're learning a little bit about just yeah. the over the ten thousand foot view. We didn't ruin the story for no, you. No, it's, okay? it's a, the, the story's even better. I mean, exactly. like other things happen to him on the road, and it's just a really good movie. I'm really looking forward to it. I, re- I think I'm, you're going to really like it. Yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy a it. Tear might come out. I'm just throwing it there, out there. Yeah, there's definitely not going to be a dry eye in the building. There might be some frogs in the throats. Let's <laughs> say it. But no, please go and check it out. And uh, again, yeah, you can learn more too. I mean, Alvin Strait's story is just really cool. I mean, he's been a hero of mine for a long time. Somebody who's like, I've always loved tractors. Yeah. I, I, like since I was like age one. I mean, I had Ertl sets and shit. Yeah. Like, I love tractors. That I like, like know how to fix them. I know a lot about them. I can tell you like quite a bit about it. The cool thing is, them. is that the they are kind of simple mechanics. You they know, really on, are. They're, on that, it's the simplest forms of of, uh, of of being able to start a combustion engine. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much to it besides that it's an engine with like a, ba- a shit ton of torque, basically yeah. to pull and implement. Yeah. I mean. Pretty, they're pretty cool. basic, but I love tractors, and I hope you guys found this kind of fascinating. It's kind of the ten thousand foot view leading you up into the straight story, and I hope you guys get to watch it tonight. All right, Wisconsin music time, and as promised, we have an awesome blues guitar virtuoso uh, from the Wisconsin area. That's Greg Cock. He is absolutely phenomenal. He's got his own line of amps. He's got his own signature guitar from Reverend. Uh, he They basically call it the Gristle Master, which is something that he kind of termed and coined. Uh, absolutely cool stuff. And now we have also in this song, he did a, a, an album called uh, Plays Well With Others. Uh, this one features Joe Bonamassa. And um, like I said before, Joe is a, uh, is a guitar gear vintage person that uh, collects and collects and collects. He goes on these things called guitar safaris where he goes and tries to find these old things and um it's just really cool to see these two paired together and they're making freaking sweet sweet music um greg again he's from uh the milwaukee area um i I I actually didn't realize he's from wisconsin i mean like obviously i've watched like some of the sweetwater interviews with him and stuff like that with where he plays like different instruments and kind of gives like the rundown it's kind of how i heard of him i actually didn't realize he's from milwaukee yeah yeah, and he's one of those guys too that, um, 
I mean, if you get a chance, he plays some really cool smaller venues. He doesn't, you know, it's not like he's drawing, you know, the Pfizer form or something. We're talking about pretty relatively attainable tickets uh, to nice, really intimate venues. And, and he also, I know he has another setup with his son where they play music. Uh, I think his son's the drummer. And they, uh, they, I just, oh man, it was just a couple of years ago. I went and saw them at uh, the uh, Anodyne Coffee Roaster. Fucking awesome, man. Just, just really cool stuff. And uh, uh, again, um, really cool that he's it's, local. You know what's crazy is like I've always wanted to play guitar like that. Like I can play rhythm guitar. I know pretty much all the chords that you yeah. can do. But it's like when you play like the, like I know two scales. I know yeah. the A minor and the major. Yeah. But this guy did, probably knows like every single fucking one. And he knows like we're like, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's, it's just, it's just too much he for sees, my brain. He sees something way different on the fretboard than I can even imagine. I mean, he just it's knows nuts. where to go. Yeah. You know, that's he, the problem I have. I know two scales. He knows where all the notes are. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine what that, uh, what that kind of brain power is like, but he, he does have a huge head. He talks about it all the time. He's got a massive, massive dome. <laughs> he's got a domer. Um, he does. Yeah. I don't even think they make hats that fit. He's he the fourth to, fucking dome yeah. at the Marshall he's, domes. <laughs> he's just fucking hangs out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, I love this song. Um, and, and it, it's, uh, just a cool combination of, uh, of really cool, um, musicians and both and both so so incredibly talented uh the song is simone and the uh the album here is greg cock plays well with others
That's a lot of notes played in one song. Can we be honest here? Dude. <laughs> More notes than I've ever played in a song. I mean, yeah, dude, that that like ending lead just r- solo was f- ridiculous, it's dude. It's going wild. I mean, I can't even begin to imagine how to start that. So I just <laughs> cool. The other dude to be playing that, I'd just be like looking at him like, "Yep." Wow, he's good. It's pretty good. Steez and I just walk off. Yeah. Like, well, that's, I'll just I'll be over here. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna head out. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely phenomenal musicians, uh, both Joe and Greg. Uh, uh, just some of the best that exist right now in doing that. And uh, it's so cool that you can go and check him out. And he's gonna be at uh, that Hales Corners. I think it's like the the Borners Gardens or whatever the hell yeah. it is. I mean, come on. It's it's Imagine. pretty incredible. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Uh, I'm absolutely gonna try to make that show. I, I, I mean, it's like definitely something I don't listen to regular, like the the virtuoso type music. Yeah. I just not like I, I think it's incredible, right? And right. Like, I think it's amazing. Just not somebody to like put on the radio all the time, like listen to a full album. To exactly. be honest with you, like, exactly. I mean, I'm just being honest here. If it comes on and it like was like part of a shuffle, like I just hit yeah, like, I listen song. to it, yeah for sure. Yeah. But if it was like back to back, I don't know, man. Right. It's just not my, my brain not my explode. cup of tea. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea. I'd yeah. get a headache listening for to, sure. To, to, it's to incredible. Full. Like, and I love that people can play blues like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just unreal. Yeah. And I and, and again too, uh the 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 live experience with this is insane. Like to see with your own two eyes the the amount of work done on that fretboard is incredible. It's just it, like it's just it, it's mind-blowing how quickly their hands move. Um you know, all four fingers that are on the fretboard trying to play notes. They're all doing it at like once, and and there's like this you know weird plan that he has in his head of where he's got to go. I, I always wonder what like what what a player that's like that level what they think of like bands that are like nowhere near that. Right. You know what I mean? Like just uh, your standard band. Yeah. Or maybe even like, a what famous do they think band. about like Blink One Eighty Two? Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Like what are, what are they what are They're they like, thinking? Like he's this just is, playing power chords. Yeah. He's weird. Just, like, there's not a lot of talent. Here. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, really. When like, it comes down to, when you're when someone's playing like thousands of notes per four minutes of song. Right. Compared to like twenty. And, and know, just like twenty different notes that are played, and just stringing 20. stuff along that is beautiful and gorgeous all together, and then all and of like a sudden forming it all together. Now you like, got a three chord power pop band. Yeah, like, <laughs> like what? Do, like what do they? Yeah, I know. always wonder that. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. They probably think it, it. It might sound cool, but they're like, you're not really doing much there, <laughs> Chief. Yeah, for sure. Nice job, Captain. You're doing great. You're doing awesome. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah. So let's go ahead and jump into a beverage review, a beer, uh, a beer review here. Yeah. So unfortunately, this one was kind of sitting in my fridge. It's a little past its time, but we gotta we gotta do it now, right? Yeah. So this one is the Aw Summer Ale from Aww, Capital Brewery. Summer. It's been it's been sitting in the back of my fridge, and it's it's actually seasonal, which is kind of sad because you guys can't actually get this one. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. It's unfortunate. It was in the back of my fridge. It was in a six pack, and I just kind of forgot about it. But we had to feature it. Yeah. In. It happens, right? Like we only do so many episodes, so we kind of get six packs, and they randomly sit in your fridge. And well, when you find something that looks cool and it's new, yeah, we gotta try. We it. just have to try it because at this point, we've already tried like 
you know, 160 some beers. So it's like wild, you know? Yeah, for sure. And so this one actually comes out around May, July. It's kind of a seasonal beer that they offer. Uh, 5% ABV, 18 IBUs. The bottle's kind of like the old capital style where it has kind of like, it's like the white with the little uh, colored stripe on it. Yeah. It has like some kind of logo. This one has a sun with some sunglasses on kind of distinguishing summer and it's kind of like fallish now i mean it's late summer when we're recording this episode so it's not quite out of the season yeah. for us yet but this one is a easy drinking blonde ale kind of has that like orange peel um i, I guess kind of the more of the orange aroma kind of that summertime feel to it um the hops are um uh, mandarina bavaria and the malts are vienna and Whoa. it's brewed with orange peel so obviously the orange is coming definitely through. getting the orange yeah yeah it's it's definitely like if, if you ever like Peel an orange. Yeah. Your fingers smell like orange for like twenty minutes after the fact. Twenty because that orange oil. Is twenty like days what? later, I still smell. <laughs> smell I orange. should probably shower. You might have to. Yeah. No. Nah, right. No, nah, don't worry about it. But no, this <laughs> one is just really good. It's a really easy drinker at five percent. Um, I'm I'm kind of sad we missed this one. We missed it. We missed the mark on this one, so like our listeners can't get it. But I think next year definitely go and grab it. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 honestly, if you know, if, I don't know if you could find somebody who has it in like one of those beer exchange things. You might be able. You to. might be able to still find something like that if you're if you're hip into those markets and you know how to how to locate them. If you really want one, we might have one bottle we could ship you. Yeah. But like, it might cost more than the bottles. It's probably going to be broken, so you have to chew on cardboard to get the flavor. You know, you just have to lick the cardboard out. The UPS yeah. box or whatever. Exactly, yeah. and those are dangerous too. Those have got some yeah, d- weird dirt on them. <laughs> yeah, we definitely can't prime that bastard to you, but we could try our best to get. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're not Amazon Prime. I'm sorry. No two day. No, um, it's a one week car delivery in my '99 Escort. <laughs> <laughs> Drive that over to whoever wants it. Yeah, no, that's it's a uh, first of all, capital is just great. They've, like we went Always there a couple staples. times. We've been on the tour. We've we partied in the gardens there, seen some music yeah. live there. Skate parks right across the street. Yep. Not a good idea to go to the brewery first if you're going to skateboard. By the way, no, you do the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, in my Celebrate. old age, in my old age, maybe it is. You know, maybe I got to get a little drunk and yeah, loosen little loosey goosey because like my joints are kind of aft. Otherwise, you'll be too stiff when you try to you know do something. I'm pretty rigid, dude. Pretty rigid, real. <laughs> Yeah, um, Capital's awesome. If you get a chance, what go was the one that we source. really liked? I think they ended up getting rid of Grateful Red. Yes, which I think you had a Grateful Red shirt, didn't you, for a yeah. while? I think. Yeah. And I think they discontinued it because the Grateful Dead actually like they probably. Yeah, I think they were kind of like somebody said something. something about it. Yeah, but like, th- yeah, that was a, an incredible beer. To it was a with. red. And the Reds was was a good beer. Yes, exactly. And, and I always kind of lean towards that if I'm going to go with something that's not like IPA flavored. But yeah, the, I also like their Supper Club a lot, and uh, their Maybach. I've always been a huge fan of their Maybach. It's yeah. actually one of the better ones if you're going to drink a Maybach. So there's the Supper Club, but then isn't there another one, the Badge or something? Yeah, I mean they got a few different um, ones. Um, it might be like a bat. It was like an amber, I think. It was like an yeah, amber ale. Yeah. Some sort, yeah. But they got, they, I mean, they got quite a few. I mean, they got like a, the whole variety. They got IPAs, pale ales, whatever you're into. They have it. I think they even have like a lager that they've made in the past, like a more drinkable kind of MGD ish yes. beer. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, so, just great products always. And uh, like Russ said, if you get a chance, go well, do the tour. And yeah, yeah the uh, must we've Mustard talked about it before. Too. The Mustard Museum's like right there too. You yep. get, you gotta do if you're in the area. I fucking love Mustard, man. I, I do it's too. Delicious. Yeah, and and honestly, they do have like pretzels out that you can dip, you the know, into different mustards you buy it, and which stuff. Which is nice. Yeah, it's, it's just, awesome. It's a really uh, cool place, and that's like a cool little day trip, you know. And then it, you know, you know, kind of be as safe as you can. 
You know, at Capital, they don't give you a ton of beer. Maybe let the kids skate while you get a couple brewskis. Yeah. And then, I mean, by the time you're done with that in the Muster Museum, you know, if a couple beers, it'll be all right. Off, you'll be, yeah, yeah it would be good by then. So, so that's that's an honest, uh, really cool little weekend getaway uh, And, and if I remember, right, that's kind of in the Middleton area. So it's kind of like, yeah. it's actually kind of west of Madison, but I think it's yeah. still like a suburb of Madison. I think it's Middleton is the name of the little area, I think. Something you like might, that. I yeah, think it's something you like that. you have a better memory on that than I do. I don't remember exactly. And it's where a really it cool little area. Or is it Monroe? No, it's not Monroe. It's not Monroe. Okay. No, it's not Monroe. So it's probably Middleton. It then. is Middleton. Yeah. Okay. And it's kind of like it, it is kind of like a, the town's really neat too. It's kind of it like is. the buildings are really cool. Kind of like that old school. They're new, but they're like an old school feel to them. Feels I guess. like a really cool, nice older downtown. Yeah, it's really know? neat. Yeah. Grab a seat, gather round, join us for a chat. How many locos you have? Well, boy, howdy, folks. Do we got a goon for you today? Hey. We got the how many local segment, Eric. And, and everything. This one's a great one, actually. It's, it's a fucking... There's a reason why we're doing yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Accident. And you'll figure it out a yeah. little bit here. Uh, it's kind of like your old stereotypical truck, and what else do you carry in the back? Yeah, well, there's a gun rack in there, right? Fucking load shotgun. Hell Let's yeah. Let's hear about it, Eric. So Racine County drunk driving arrest. Open intoxicants, guns in truck. That's the headline. It kind of sounds like the neighbor from that last one we did. So this could go two ways, right? This could be a fucking Cadillac with, with some gangsters in it with nine mils. Right. But no, this is a fucking truck. Yeah, this is the... Th- there's no nine millimeter in a truck. Same this kind is, of story, but just, you know, different This vehicle. is the opposite thing. There might be a cowboy Different demographic. Yeah, different demographic we're talking about here. So in Racine, Wisconsin, a 34-year-old man from Burlington was arrested on several offenses, including an OWI and possessing a short-barreled shotgun. He sawed the bitch. That's exactly what that means. Yeah, it's like sawed off, essentially. He went um, Goodfellas, a hillbilly like Goodfellas, Like a tactical dude. fucking shotgun. Yeah, hey, hey, fucking Goodfellas cowboy. What a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. um, this was back in uh, uh, February. This was uh, Saturday morning, February 5th. Um, a sheriff's deputy patrolling in a squad car saw a truck traveling southbound on State Highway 36, which uh, is actually right over by where I used to live. Yeah, you could take that all the way to Burlington, yeah. basically. And so that that was uh, in the village of Waterford around 2:30 a.m., which nothing ever like good happens then. Um, the truck moved in and out of its lane multiple times. The truck turned eastbound on North English Settlement Avenue on County Highway J, and sped up to 75 miles per hour. And it's a 55 mile per hour zone, so uh, now you got to go 20 over. Holy shit! This guy looks rough. They said he's 34. Yeah, he's not 34, dude. That guy looks like he's 50-something. Yeah, he's... Holy hell. He's, he's a little... He's in rough shape. He's a fucking Danzig. He's like bald, but he's a Danzig thing <laughs> yeah, in the front, dude. It honestly just looks like Mama, he... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell your children not to worry. Brother. <laughs> um, the deputy was about to stop the truck when the truck pulled off the roadway onto the shoulder and stopped. Now the deputy's got to be fucking concerned. Um... The deputy pulled behind the truck and activated its emergency lights. So now the guy pulls over on his own, right? And the cop then flips on his lights to let him know, hey, I'm here too. So, uh, you know, geez, like what a weird situation. And then to know that, like we know obviously before that this guy's got a a gun in his truck too now. Like this has (laughs) got to be a weird situation for a cop for sure fucking spotlight dude shooting shit, deer dude. on the side of the road so the uh the deputy identified the driver of the truck uh and he also had a 36 year old uh, passenger so 
Uh, it's 34-year-old driving, 36-year-old male passenger. Okay, good to know, good to know. Um, the, the man partially opened the window, and the deputy smelled intoxicants inside the truck. The deputy noted that the man had slurred speech. His eyes were red and glassy. Uh, he denied everything. He said, I didn't consume any alcohol. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not drunk. Um, the uh, backup patrol arrived, and the deputies instructed this man to get out of the truck. Uh, he refused and uh, did not follow any of the commands. The deputies informed him that he was under arrest for obstruction, uh, but he still refused to leave the truck. Over 20 more commands were given uh, before he exited the truck. Uh, actually, he ended up still refusing. So they gave him 20 more commands, and, and he still didn't want to do it. Now they can start driving bows pretty soon. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so then uh, the passenger was outside of the truck. Uh, or actually, no. So the de- deputies requested that the passenger get out of the truck. The passenger did comply, uh, and deputies saw then an open intoxicant in the truck. So they lured the passenger oh, out, shit, dude. and then they saw the open intoxicants. Now the they have reason. fucking JD drops out. Not yep. good. And so once the passenger was outside of the truck, then the driver did get out. The deputies saw additional open intoxicants in the truck. The deputies then arrested the man. They searched him, and they found two handguns. On him, so a loaded twenty-two uh, in his front pocket, and then a loaded nine mil in uh, actually strapped to his ankle. Jesus Christ! This dude's ready to go in the fucking. Yeah, who is this Rambo? I know, Jesus Christ! What the hell? What kind of situation does he think he's getting in? Um. So yeah, beautiful, beautiful setup of uh, firearms on himself. And then he also had a uh, uh, more firearms in the truck. He said. Uh, which we do see a picture of this. We see uh, the two handguns and the revolver handgun. Little twenty-two, and then, exactly. And the sawed-off. <laughs> yeah. Um, the deputies then searched his vehicle, located the following: they got two open bottles of beer, uh, a loaded high point nine mil, uh, a loaded sawed-off uh, shotgun, twelve gauge, and multiple rounds of ammunition. Those are all the things that were in the truck, not Jesus, on him. Man. Um, so then deputies took him to the hospital, but he refused to undergo standardized standardized field sobriety tests uh, or give a blood sample. The deputies then drafted a search warrant for the blood draw, which is very typical. Um, the judge did sign it. And then after obtaining a sample of his blood, deputies transported uh, the man to the Racine County Jail, where he was held on a 12-hour hold and then a $6,300 bail for, following, for the following offenses. Operating while intoxicated, one. Uh, so this is his first offense obstructing an officer, uh, possession of a short-barreled shotgun, and armed <laughs> well intoxicated. Um, not good. Uh, I can guarantee this guy is going to be going away for a hefty amount of time. Um, the sheriff, Christopher Schmaling, actually stated, this year the sheriff's office has already conducted 45 investigations regarding... Keep them regarding... coming to keep our show on the air. <laughs> exactly. Let us know those 45 investigations, please. Uh, but it was regarding impaired drivers. This case is even more aggravated because the suspect was armed with multiple loaded weapons, and he did not comply with deputies' lawful commands. Know this. The sheriff's office is ever... If the sheriff's office um, on the hunt for... Wait. The sheriff's office is ever on the hunt for impaired drivers, meaning... They're always they're, on the They're hunt. always on the I hunt. I don't know why they use that word yeah. specifically. What is this? Like fucking Shakespeare? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Go back to sixth grade. Pal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you decide to endanger the public by operating a vehicle while impaired... We will find you. We will arrest you, and we will take you to jail. No, Who is this? The Taken guy? Jesus Christ! This guy's fucking Rambo too. Yeah, 
What was that guy's name? This uh, is fucking First Blood versus Rambo 2. Yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Is that who this guy is? Yeah, for sure. He's a sheriff of Neeson, dude. Wow. This is really find cool. You and I will kill you. All right. A, cool. I have a special set of skills, a very special set of skills that makes me find you. I can smell kill liquor you, from a mile away. And then fucking, <laughs> you know, I don't know. This is weird. Yeah. So we got like a, we got a fucking short barrel shotgun here. We got, yeah, we got a Goodfellas wannabe. Super super loaded truck, uh, meaning full of ammunition. Only and, two beers in the vehicles. truck, though. Only two open intoxicants. They didn't yeah. say anything happened to the passenger, but because you can't have they an open didn't. intoxicant as a passenger. But he could have said like, I mean, the one dude's fucked anyway. So let like, your yeah, buddy you might get as well off. get him. Yeah, yeah, let your buddy off. Yeah. I don't get, know, get your buddy off. Don't, Jesus Christ. Don't, don't get your buddy off. <laughs> Whatever you do. Uh, in this type of situation, when you got that many guns. So and they, they didn't give us like an official like blood count, like no. a blood alcohol. So we don't really have a lot of We have age. We have uh, swerving mm. lanes, loaded shot, loaded shotguns, yeah. fucking six yeah, hour, nine millimeters. He's got two nines, a 22. He's got sawed off shotgun, sawed off two shotgun. open beers. Yeah. Not good. I don't like. I don't even know where to go. This is another one. It's kind of like all over the map for me. But yeah, I have some idea. I think I do have. Yeah, I have a roundabout figure. We'll see if we're anywhere near each other sure. here. Three, <laughs> I don't know if we will be. Two, one, 15. eleven. Okay, okay, I was thinking a little higher. Yeah. The swerving of the lanes and then resisting arrest, like, cause you get that way when you're like towards the point of blackout. Yeah, like, you're like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. And then you he know? pulled over on his own without the cop even putting on his lights or anything. Yeah, he knew he's fucked. So yeah, you're right. Like he's at that point where like oh, I'm fucking trouble. I can fucking take. Yeah. you know what I mean, like that. Like I'm actually my- gonna. I'm just going to come straight up to your level. You're just going I'm going to say local. 15, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, dude, who hasn't been at that point where, like, oh, fuck law, fuck police, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you get that stupid, you know, yeah. like when you're that drunk. The, the thing that really scares me, though, is that this dude had a uh, a 9 millimeter strapped to his fucking ankle. I know, dude. That's wild. He, I understand, he, like, the, the thought of, like, oh, yeah, you carry one on your hip or in your pocket or something like that, but, like... To strap one to your ankle and have one in your dude, pocket. Dude, this guy was, like, looking for some shit. Dude. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'm glad they caught this fucking douche. That scares the shit out of no, me, No, it does. Sure. Like, people like that, like, just fucking douchebags out there. I mean, right. there's a ton of them. I mean, yeah. you don't, it's unfortunate. Wisconsin's, like, a really friendly place, but we do have our fair share of D-bags. Like, we really yeah. do. And people that, you know, just obviously don't have any sort of consideration for the law at all. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. It, that's the tough part. And, and, you know, I feel for the fact that there's, you know, cops out there that are just trying to conduct you know normal safety uh, uh things and 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 keep people like this off the street but then you know come to find out this dude's not only just drinking and driving speeding but also strapped like yeah that's sure. not cool i mean like at the end of the day like yeah some there are there's shitty officers just like they're shitty people yeah at the end of the day they just want to go home mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like just don't give them shit and they deserve I mean, that right to be able to you know go home safely i mean they're not trying to be a dick to be honest, like some right. sometimes there are ones that like you probably had a bad day dealt with a whole bunch of shitty people. Then they treat you like a fucking shit bag. Right. And you want to go off on them, but just try to understand that they're, they're just a person, you know. It's, well, a certain way to make things worse is to not comply. And then the other way is to be completely armed to the gills with uh, weapons and shit. For sure. That's those are a couple of surefire ways to piss off a police officer. I think one time I did get into it one time about a fucking seatbelt ticket though. Like it was just yeah. he was just being a complete dick. I'm like, dude, it's ten dollars. You're wasting that feel sitting back there right now. Yeah. Pulling me over. Yep. For a fucking seatbelt. And how did he even see it? That was the thing. Like that's what he pulled me over for was a seatbelt. 
And that's he didn't a, even pass me. And that's though. a choice you make. Yeah, I know. Like you wearing a seatbelt doesn't affect anybody else. And so I got kind of frustrated with the cop at that point. It's it's like you didn't even see law. me. You were behind me. How could you know that I had a seatbelt on? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just looking for any reason to pull me over. Exactly. That's all it is. The, I mean, the, the and true some answer. Some do that. There are dicks. I mean, yeah. like anything. There's a fucking douchebag out there. The know? true answer is we just have to all start buying 1950s vehicles uh, that don't have seatbelts at all. Yeah, right. Then what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, for sure. What do you want me to do? Put duct tape around my... What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, for sure. What do you want? <laughs> but, I mean, for like for the $15 ticket, I mean, he wasted more in gas and his time than anything. He wasted state right. time. That's more than what I was concerned right. about. You know, but... he's, he's making probably more than that an hour. So no, for sure. You're, already... like, you're losing money like yeah. hard. So yeah. it's just like, why? And, and I'm sure 100 people spo- you know, sped by you while you were sitting there getting pulled over for a fucking Oh, hell yeah, seat dude. Belt. I, on that road, 213, I don't know if anyone's been down that road. Yeah. People drive like fucking maniacs. Exactly. Down there. Wild road. animals. So. All right. 15. 15. We settled it. Sound the gavel. This is exactly where this guy is. It was mathematically proven. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch out for deer on your way home.